going on people what's going on how are we doing welcome back to the definition podcast episode nine and today we're going to be talking about creating brand legacy now this is going to be another deep uh, let me start again it's going to be another deep subject um as you all as you guys know already we're deep thinkers um so we like to make sure that we really get into your feelings and emotions. This podcast may offend some people, so listen at your own risk. We do not care because we're all about the betterment of people, creatives, entrepreneurs, and others alike. So I'm not gonna waste any more time. I'm joined here with my brother, um, Sol, Sol Gamera, and we're gonna break down why creating your brand legacy I mean, we all know why it's important because everyone wants to be a legend, you know, legacy, legend, you know, everyone wants to be someone great and leave something behind for whether it's their family or the future generation. I know I definitely build for not only my son, but for the coming generations um, that are going to come after him. Because at the end of the day, you know, with your children, your children may take a different step. It may take a different, um, a different light. So, you know, obviously you need to make sure that when you're building, you have these things in mind. But anyway, back to the point. I digressed. <laughs> Creating brand legacy. So you guys need to understand, you know, well, in order to be a legend or in order to understand a legacy, you need to understand the journey. Now, Creating, adapting, maintaining, and establishing. When it comes to creating content, when it comes to adapting, maintaining, these things are not done overnight. It takes years upon years, sometimes months, sometimes days. It all depends on how quickly you lose in order to win. So when you're dealing with a legacy, it's something that is personal to you, but relates to everyone else. Something that you... When you hear all these entrepreneurs talk about how they started their story, I know with Airbnb, I know with Richard Branson, Lord Alan Sugar, a lot of these guys like were homeless at points in their life and a lot of them were really, really on their face in debt. And I know they found ways, creative ways to get that money back and put themselves back into it. And that's adapting, you know, because sometimes there's storms that we're not going to be able to, you know, have the right equipment for. But at your moment right now, there's sources behind you, in front of you, to your left and right, that you can use to help yourself survive the coming weather in it. So, Soul is going to explain to you guys a story. Um, I'm sure you guys are familiar with the story, but I'll let Soul elaborate much more on the story. And this story is also going to help us get more of an understanding of levels in this adaptation, in this maintaining of your legacy, and also establishing it as well. Sweet, sweet. What's going on, guys? I'm back again. And this podcast, episode nine, I thought I'm going to take a slight different approach, a slight different direction in showing you guys, because as some of you already know, I'm more of a visual person and I do like a lot of storytelling. I do like a lot of symbolism and things that are, that really attack the nerve from a visual aspect. So in this podcast, I will take a slight different angle and open use guys third eye in understanding how serious this entrepreneurial lifestyle is 
So, the story, I mean, hands up if any of you are The Walking Dead fans. Okay, I can't see any, but just exaggerating. But I just want to explain to you about that TV show. This is one of my favourite TV shows, but um, there's a lot that I've taken from it, which is like, whoa, this is just crazy. You know, you're on a journey with this one guy, this one character, and he goes by the name of Rick Grimes. And as I explain everything, it's going to make sense a lot later on. So imagine you just wake up one day and the whole world has gone to complete crap. You had no idea what happened. You don't know what's going on, but it's basically an apocalypse. So you've gone outside and it's just mayhem. It's just chaos. Like there's no... No one breathing, there's no life anymore. And you're just like, what on earth is going on? So as you're journeying through, you eventually find your family, you eventually find other people that are thinking the same thing, but you realize it's, it's, it's zombies, it's these monsters are going around just eating people alive and there's no government, there's no assistance there. So you're going through a survival while trying to make sense of the situation. So you're trying to create, he was just trying to create this thing where he wanted to try to make the world a better place. He wanted to get friend, be, become friends with people, you know, more numbers, the better in survival. But unfortunately, that's not how it worked. You know, he had a lot of, um, he had a lot of enemies that, always turn their back on him or they wanted something that he's got in terms of, you know, supplies or, you know, they'll lie to him, they'll try to kill him, they'll try to go for him and his family. And throughout the whole process, he was meeting different types of people and he was losing lots of people as well. So of course he became down from time to time. It was a psychological thing, you know, he's been hurt. So these family members have died. Um, brutal ways as well like it was it, it's the TV show's not really a joke it's not really a joke and eventually when it keeps happening every time you accept certain things how the way it is and then you start to again adapt to what it is so you're just going through survival you go through your moments you go through, he's going through stressful moments he's going through anger problems he's going through happy moments and until eventually he knows he's got a future to fight for, which is his son. He has a son in the TV show and he's trying to create something for him that will be long lasting. So already everybody in the group that he's been leading on, like they all trust his judgment because he's got them far to where they need to be. And they found an establishment. They found a place where they know, that, okay, cool. They can't survive in the wild forever. Eventually they need to find a home and build on it from there. And that's what they did. They found a home and they built it. So again, not everything is gonna be rocky and rainbows and roses and whatever. It's just it's always gonna be a roller coaster. So they faced another challenge where these monsters came in and he just invaded the entire place, then they had to win it win it back. Again, they lost some people, but some other new people come in and joined and it was just an ongoing battle. But at least they had a purpose to fight for. 
at least he, he built a vision for his people to live in for at least till the world comes back to normal and he can get some more outsiders. But for now, his people are safe and it's long lasting. So when it happened again, where he came across another group, he thought, all right, cool, I'm adapting to the situation. I've came across these enemies before. I'll deal with them if they come across me and they hurt my family. But this group was a lot bigger. They were a lot more powerful. And their ideology in doing things in Apocalypse was very different to his way. And they became the bigger and stronger side. So unfortunately, when his group got captured, they were forced to work for this group. They were living in bondage. Instead of them having to grow their own food to protect them and whatnot, they were actually pay taxes to this big group. And if they didn't do what they say, they will kill them. And in return, if they will do as they were told, this group will help them make sure there's no monsters around and there's always clear passages for them to go do their own thing to look for food and whatnot. So it came to a point where he became comfortable. He became relaxed. He became, okay, cool. Well, they killed some of my people because of this, but guess what? I don't have to keep fighting monsters anymore. I don't have to keep doing this. As long as I keep providing food and water to this big group here, everything should be fine. I don't like how they do things. I hate it, but that's just the way it is. So as it went on, it just got worse and worse. You know, any wrong little thing that he did wrong, one of these people got killed or another person got taken in as a prisoner. And eventually some of the people that he was leading from before realized that this is not working. Like the legacy that you've been building from before in keeping your people safe and trying to make the world a better place is so much fightful. So it took him a while to realize it, but he eventually did. And that's how he arms up to fight against this group. And he found other groups that were very like-minded. They went through the same thing that he went through and they made connections and they wanted to come together to take over this group. And he led it. He led it and he knew the sacrifices. He knew that he would lose a lot of people that was close to him, which it did happen. And it became a bloodbath from there. You know, a lot of people lost their lives and eventually he won the battle. And when he won the battle, come to find out that some of the people that he had a fight with, they wanted to join him because they believed in his vision. They believed that he wanted to make the world a better place. So now everyone's looking up to him as like the legend, you know, he's, he's, he's kept his word in terms of keeping these people safe and making the world a better place because this other group came in and introduced slavery in a way to um, make, make people live. That was their ideology, but his way was just to have everyone be one, everyone be level, as long as you're skillful, we help and contribute towards each other. That's what he was fighting for. And to build that legacy to pass on to his children so they can live a better future. So I, I hope you guys like that. <laughs>
it's a very um very interesting story um of rick grimes when it comes to the walking dead um for those of you who don't know um with these walkers and i mean there's many names for them but walkers is the generic name you have to remember it's not your typical zombie it's actually think of nature purging itself so everybody's infected and when you get bit you your body turns into a state of consuming so you're you're, you're basically brain dead and the only function that's alive is your dead brain if it sounds crazy if, it, if that makes sense and basically that dead brain only knows to consume what's living so anything that's living and breathing it will consume so it could be in a hurricane it can get blown halfway across you know the ocean it's going to get up and it's going to make its way to the most and what i say it's going to get up it's going to make its way to the nearest living thing like it moves probably at the speed of i don't know a snail or whatnot but its bite is deadly so you are trying to live and survive in this journey adapt maintain and establish something for you to live for in this journey but at the same time you're avoiding that one bite that one bite that can change there's no cure the, the showrunners the comics haven't released a cure and we don't know how it started all we know is that it exists so many people choose many paths and and i wanted so to just explain how that can relate to the modern day entrepreneur and creative because obviously a lot of us right now don't know how to well a lot of us want to survive a lot of us want to you know survive in that but is it about surviving or is it about living do you see where i'm coming from because the establishment part of this journey is where you get to live you survive you survive you adapt that's surviving where do you go from there you try to maintain that survival so if it's 100 push-ups in the morning if it's polishing your gun in the morning you know if it's um i'm talking about the walking dead scenario guys not nothing going on right now <laughs> just to let you guys know um but you know if it's maintaining that group maintaining that that unit that family okay cool we've got to go on a run every two two three times a day have we got kids have we got you know women with us how are we dealing with that you know fast forward to our time now you know how you maintain your your cash flow in your business how you maintain your presence your awareness are you adapting to the current you know climate right now in entrepreneurship and create are you online have you got an instagram or you've just been gonna you're just gonna keep running your restaurant business for 15 20 years without no online presence because you're an old hat so break it down explain to them you know how this can relate to their journey and how this can the story of rick grimes what they can learn from that exactly so i will definitely do an overview of the story in relation to why it is strongly advisable to look at this story and be like you know what how can i apply this into my life and there are many symbols and syllables in the story so just like how he woke up in the middle of nowhere and the world has gone to crap it's just zombies everywhere and he's just trying to find like-minded people to work with and whatnot and he's trying to find his own feet 
It's the same thing. You just quit your job to start your business full time. You know, or you 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 lost your job. Let's, yes, that's a better analogy actually. You just lost your job and you've never done business in your life, but you know there's no other jobs to find. What do you do? You start a business, you start selling things, you start becoming more proactive, but you have no idea what the sharks are like in the water, but you have to swim through it to get to the other side, right? So you need to, just like your story, you need to adapt. Yes, you're gonna get um, marks on your body from time to time. You're gonna get hit, you're gonna fall down to the ground. You're gonna, these things are going to happen, you know? You're gonna meet like-minded people, just like Rick did, finding other survivors that have the same similar um, ideology as him, wanting to live, wanting to do things. The same thing in business, you wanna go and meet with like-minded entrepreneurs that share the same skills and, and ideologies as you. And you're gonna get some people that, you know, that want to take what you have, you know, just like in a business world, some people, if you don't trademark your brand, your logo, there's sharks out there that actually will try to take that brand and say, you know what, you gotta pay me this money, you gotta pay me that money. So your brand is not a joke when it comes to that. There are, there are some people out there that do make a living out of corruption, unfortunately. Um, so it's very important that you keep an eye out. And as you journey through as well, Yes, you do find your feet eventually. You start looking at, okay, cool, managing family life, managing friends' life, social life, your inner self, and going into the, the, the forefront and just putting in the work. And then eventually your business starts to grow. Like Rick and his team decide to become more confident in how the surviving tactics work until they found an establishment, a home that is something that they can build on. Just like with you, your business is becoming a household name now. So you settle in, you're nice, you're good. Now, things are still gonna go wrong. You know, bankruptcy can happen or some employees in the, in the industry may have liked their lifestyle that they had before working for someone else or some employees may leave and you're not too sure how to cope with it because again, it's something new. So you have this, big company that comes along now, like the big group that come to Rick and forcefully put him into slavery to pay taxes to this group. So your company's out of, it's bankrupt. You have no money, nothing's coming in, your family's about to leave you and whatnot. And then this big company comes in and they offer you a way out. They offer you a job, which is paying quadruple the times the amount that you earn in your business. So what do you do? You know, you think it's the right way to join up, then you do it. You work for them, whatever, cool. But it's under their rules. It's under their structure. And because they're paying you quadruple amount, it's a lot more pressure to deliver certain deadlines for them. And if you miss that one little thing, that's it. You're sacked, you're finished. And it's blackmail from any other companies as well. So what do you do? You're unhappy, you put on more weight because again, you're not, you're not controlling your life anymore. You're, it's, it's, it's your own destiny that's being run by someone else. And your friends and family and your coworkers from before that like in your business have seen and they're like, wow, like, so even though the, the, the business is not going too well, this is still something to fight for. 
you know don't give up just by working for someone else that's your dream tarnishing that's your brand tarnishing that's your legacy legacy tarnishing so what do you do you, you you go and you fight back how do you fight back you go back to the previous the previous people that you've been building relationships in the past before this is why building relationships is key staying true to yourself is key you know it goes a long way like you people people you you improve your credibility by milestones and people don't forget that when you do things for them they'll definitely remember you so definitely build the relationships just like Rick did when he met other groups that were like-minded and he saw you know what Rick is a great guy like let's follow his lead to take down his group so you work with your partners to build your business back up again you know it could be loans or it could be uh certain other resources that other people may know that okay cool this is the way you can tackle your problems because of friendship building relationship building then eventually your business booms back up and it's making more money that than the employer was paying you which is quadruple amount now you're making five six times a month because you took that sacrifice you took that big step and look at that your living legacy now that you've built something that your children can look up to and be like you know what wow mm. this is what my father went through what my mother went through i hope you guys understand the correlation of this so with because i i call we i i get the whole you know, um, building that self-confidence and obviously taking that leap of faith to sort of do what you love, mm -hmm. you know. And um, obviously, I, I'm, I'm sure we'll get to the whole top, like the whole part of it where, you know, you explain how, how branding, you know, how the actual, the process of starting, you know, your logo from the basis of a company, a name and brainstorm. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you'll get to that in a sec, but... Oh, yeah. Obviously, let's keep, let's keep it 100. I mean, some people like to sell us dreams, you know. Just to elaborate one of the groups for a hot second. Obviously, I don't know if you mentioned names. I don't know if you're trying to not do a spoiler alert, but obviously one of the groups that Soul is talking about in The Walking Dead, and correct me if I'm wrong, is The Saviors, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Right, The Saviors is one of the groups that he's, um, that I've tried to establish their rule via, you know, a, a modern day, covert sort of way of slavery and that's basically their implication of life is obviously we come to save you via our system and program so it's not essentially saving you from anything else they believe that their program and their system is the way so they oppress you they dominate you they you know tell you what you were before is you're no more that you're this now they're like a modern day society but they call themselves the saviors. And that's what I'm trying to explain to you guys about the whole being a hoodwink. A lot of people say they can save you. A lot of people say that you can be a millionaire in six months if you follow this step-by-step -step guide and program. A lot of people say entrepreneur style is easy. You just have to do it. But let's just keep it 100. Let's talk about, you know, the financial aspect of things, the time aspect of things as well, because yeah, I do tell a lot of people, yeah, you can do it, you can move on, you can make this work. But some of them have got bills to pay. Some of them have got like, you know, high amounts of debts that they owe. How could they make this work? I mean, you know, 
what if I need a job to, to run my business? Say I, I'm, I'm running a, a, a clothing label and I need my, um, my business to, I need to spend a lot of money in stock. Like it costs a lot of money to actually get my clothes and designs printed and you know, tailored and everything. Like, okay. I may not be making money from the first month or first two months or three or four months or first year. But like, what if I need to have a job on the side that, and let me make this clear guys, your full-time job, a nine to five, it may not work. And I'm only using may because there's obviously some people that work very extremely hard to make sure it does. But the reason why I'm saying may is because you've got to look at jobs that control your time, jobs that control your, your way of functioning. So you have to ask permission to leave your workplace in terms of like annual leave or taking time off and whatnot if you're on a nine to five. But if you're doing a self-employed gig, it's a bit different. Uber, delivery, Amazon Flex, um, Viavan, yeah. you know, the list goes on. But yeah, explain that to me. So if I need a job or a side hustle, like how can I make that work? Yeah, so just, just, just like the story, there was a point in time where this group, the saviors, the, the group that's been oppressing um, Rick Grimes and mm -hmm. the group, they came to his camp and they bombed the place. They bombed the houses, they, everything was set on fire. And he eventually had to go to another camp that he knew would, he would stay safe for the meantime. Mm. It's the same thing with your job. Yes, things are gonna go wrong in the business and whatnot, and it's gonna come to a point where it's gonna be a financial crisis. And you're gonna need that quick income coming in, whether it's gonna be in a job or a self-employed gig. Now, it happens to a lot of entrepreneurs, but the most common thing that I do see happen quite a lot is that they do get comfortable in that position. And that could be a killer because they forget why they got there in the first place. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's just like how if, if Rick won the battle against the saviors and he stayed in this camp, this other camp that he was in, mm. then eventually they're going to be like, okay, well, you need to go sort of thing because I need to look after my people here. You need to go back and look after yours. So no, Rick stayed there temporarily to find his way back, mm. to go back to his camp and to rebuild it and make it better than it ever was before. That's the same mentality you need to have when you're, when you're going out into, again, doing what you need to do. Getting that job, getting a self-employed gig to help you go through it. Mm. So all in all, really, you know, it's it's very um, it's very much important that you take this in stages. Um, and it's very and it's very and this is this is very key here as well. Again, Rick and the group, they they how they branded themselves, how they carry themselves was in a way where they, it's the way they speak to each other, it's how they speak to the world. Mm. So when they go and then look for people, there's a way, there's certain questions that they ask, you know, you know, have, how many people have you killed? How many zombies have you killed mm. in comparison? And what was the reason for you to, in killing those humans? So there was a sort of brand marketing approach when they were bringing in <laughs> yeah. new people, I'd say. Yeah, like a, like a yeah. yeah, like a way of um, declaring who's safe because 
if you'd answered incorrectly and said, ah, oh, um, you know, um, I haven't killed any people or whatnot. Either way, they were able to determine what kind of stage you are. Yeah. Right now. Exactly. Yeah. So, and all of a sudden, this new group come in called the Saviors. They've just rebranded and changed your whole philosophy. Competition. Yeah. They changed everything. So now their way of thinking is like, all right, every member that you see in the group doesn't have a name. They only have the name of the leader at the top and his name is Negan. So everybody in this organization is called Negan. They don't really have names. It's just Negan, Negan. Like, again, that's a brilliant marketing strategy if you think about it, because if they was to go anywhere else in, in, the, in, in America and they came across another group, that name is Equin, you know? It's, 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 it's an interesting story. Like many survivors, surviving groups have different ways of telling people, like, okay, this is my territory or this is my way of communicating to you. Like there's some survivors in there that write marker pens on walkers' heads saying, help me, I'm here. I'm this direction. It's, it's crazy. So, yeah, I mean, don't know you want to add more to that. I mean, obviously, no, I, mean, I've, I get the correlation now. And I see where you're using the Walking Dead, Rick Grimes' story, the saviors, the kingdom, all these different groups. Um, and obviously we're talking deep into seasons here, guys. So yeah, it is a spoiler alert, but oh well. <laughs> um, it's not a TV show podcast. It's about um, igniting your brand. And it's also about helping entrepreneurs and other people that are not there just yet on their journey. So we're trying to bring the value here, but we had to use something that's very familiar and popular with a lot of people right now and has, that has a lot of good life learning points, you know? So hence why we've used The Walking Dead as an example of the journey of creating and adapting and maintaining and establishing your own brand legacy. So um, without further ado, I mean, you know, it's been interesting. So because obviously dealing with our journey and emotive, it can definitely relate to a lot of these things and even there's still some struggles that we do go through at the moment right now. But, you know, one thing I would probably say to people out there that are considering even having a legacy, period. You need to really know how to deal with failure. Um, the reason why we use The Walking Dead as well as an example of a lot of these things is because there was so much loss that Rick went through and there was so much at, at, one, at, one, at one point in time where he could have easily gave up. You know, he could have easily just got himself bit. And he could have easily just, you know, um, I don't know, ran away. <laughs> Lived in a cabin by himself in some high hilltop. But he saw that after his son, you know, um, after his son lost his mother, after he had to father, and this is deep, because um, this shows you the levels that you're going to have to go through your own journey. He had to father his best friend's child. Now, his best friend thought he was dead at the beginning, got with his wife for about, what, four or five months. Obviously, they were make, having sex, whatever, and the wife was pregnant. Found out Rick's alive. He didn't realise that obviously his wife was pregnant until she told him. But we see her and Rick have got together now and he doesn't know whether that's his child or not. But we all know it's, it's, his, it's his best friend's child. Anyway, he's had to father her. 
throughout this whole entire season, this whole entire, you know, journey. And, and it's like, the things you think that are important to you that you're fighting for, sometimes when you start this brand legacy, it's not always the case. So when you're designing your logo, for example, and you go to your mum and your grandmother, ask if, if they like it. And this is the mistake I always tell people, it's, about, it's not about asking if they like it, it's about telling them what it is. So if I create a logo and I create a brand around it, so I'm saying, right, I wanna have you know, a symbol here, I wanna have these particular colors and whatnot, and I show it to people and I'm explaining to them this is what it means. That's how you establish yourself. You don't ask other people's opinions, otherwise you're never gonna get anywhere. You're, Gary Vee said it in one of his videos recently, you know, 90% of the reason why a lot of these people tend to fail is because of opinions of family members or people that are not even relevant to what you're doing. They don't even really care. Even when it comes to posting things online, I was a big, big, massive um, um, a culprit of this, like, post, you say introvert, yeah. Mm -hmm. But, I, you know, I'm, I'm just admitting my... <laughs> My wrongings here. I used to be like, oh, I don't want to post things online because so-and-so's going to say this and so-and-so's going to say that. And then, you know, Lena had to tell me, um, like, so who's going to know what you do? Like, what's going to, how are you going to be able to put your face behind your brand if you're scared to post up things on your general personal page because of opinions of people? Fuck the opinions. Give zero fucks. Literally. And then when she... Do you see where I'm coming from? Obviously, and she didn't just say that. She set goals. She set targets. She set, uh, you know, valuable information for me to absorb and take in. And once I got it, I was like, yes, I see now. And like, again, I had to adapt to the social media lifestyle, the social media aspect of business. Now, I'm not, I'm not on social media posting nonsense. And if you feel it's nonsense, then it's not for you. But everything I try and do on social media with new motive is for the sake of value, is for the sake of you guys, hence this podcast. You know, so again, using The Walking Dead, for us, we want you guys to really understand the, the aspect of survival, you know, which includes adapting, maintaining that survival mentality, and then moving on to establish that, and then that's when you become a legacy. You don't call yourself a legend, people call you a legend. Straight. So... Just think about that. Let that resonate with you. Once again, thank you very much for tuning in. This is episode nine, creating your brand legacy. Any questions, any queries, any anything, DM us guys, don't feel away. I'm, I'm down to earth with you guys. I'm not high up in some stall in heaven. I'm here on earth, in the ground, in the trenches with you guys, because I want you guys to win. And I want us all to win together. There's, I'm not no God, I'm not no, you know, a higher being, we all have higher selves and I want all you guys to tap into that. So yeah, comment below, get in touch with me. Let me know how you feel, you know. I don't, if it's negative, send it to me. If you don't want to post it online and, you know, email me like, let's work together, let's talk, let's get this conversation moving into an acting, an actual active thing, yeah? So if you're stuck on brainstorming about your brand, if you're stuck on any form of creativity, contact us. Contact the world of creativity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? So, so Jess, we're signing out. Thank you very much. Follow us on Instagram at newmotivewc. Our website at newmotivewc.com. And yeah, keep in touch, guys. Speak to you soon. Ignite your brand.